Welcome to Change Your Mindset Podcast, where it's all about believing in and executing on different and innovative ways to strengthen both your leadership and communication skills to help increase your success, and especially in today's disruptive business environment. One of the most effective ways of building stronger leadership and communication skills is by embracing the principles of improvisation. (laughs) Yes, that's right, improv. Your host, Peter Margaritas, is an improv virtuoso. He's also a certified speaking professional and a CPA, also known as the Accidental Accountant. Each episode of Change Your Mindset is designed to bring you different and innovative ideas, thoughts, and behavioral changes on a variety of differing topics, with the sole purpose of strengthening your critical soft skills. We may call them soft skills, but they are the hardest to master. And when we do, greater success and growth is the result. So jump in and start changing your mindset now. Let's start the show. Unscripted give and take. Using business improv to resolve disputes and negotiate deals. Most of us have had a negotiation gone bad. The car you paid twice for. The boss who talked you into more work when you stepped into her office for a raise. The spouse who got their way on a vacation destination that you hate. Negotiations can be scary and full of risk, but they can also create wonderful mutual opportunity. We've all had a negotiation that fell apart, but have you ever been negotiated up? That's right. Negotiated up. It happened to me. In the early years of running my business, I wanted to work with a specific association because they were part of my target audience. In my initial conversation with the decision maker in the association, she asked me what my fee was. I replied, what is your budget for this event? The association leader responded by telling me her speaker budget for the entire year. The total amount she could spend on me, plus all other speakers they made higher that fiscal year. And her annual budget was only $1,000 above my fee for the single event. Oh boy, she couldn't afford me. I wanted the job, though, so I was willing to take a hit here. In the interest of getting in the door with an important player in my target market, I offered to deliver my presentation for a fee that was 75% less than my normal fee. Yikes. I was basically giving away my time and intellectual property. Then came that awkward pause. After what seemed to be like 30 minutes, but it was more like 30 seconds, my would-be client replied with a fee that was 50% more than what I had just offered. I got negotiated up. <laughs> I learned a valuable lesson that day. Learned how to negotiate better. I got lucky in that moment that my new client understood the value I was bringing and was willing to be fair about compensating me as generously as she could afford. But she could have easily said, deal, when I offered her a rock-bottom price. And I would have kicked myself and maybe have come to resent the client for undervaluing my time and talent. In the future, I wanted to value myself better. And I encourage you to do the likewise. Whether you work inside of a corporation or a consultant or a small business owner, you constantly have the chance to negotiate well or poorly. You can use the power of improv to have respect for yourself and for your value. For example, A prospect once asked me how much I would charge for an hour keynote. For example, a prospect once asked me how much I would charge for an hour keynote. 
I quoted an amount between $7,500 and $5,000. The prospect asked, you want that much for an hour? I said, yes, I'm asking for that much for an hour in the 30 years of experience. There was a long pause and the prospect then said, that's outside my budget. So I improvised. I replied, that's fine. If I agree to take the budget amount, would you be willing to provide me with warm leads? And if you are recording this session, I would like a copy of the video. The prospect replied, deal. Be willing to negotiate to a point of win-win. Take the view that a negotiation is a relationship building exercise, not an adversarial battle. So from that point forward, I've always started off by offering my full fee. When a client can't or won't pay that fee, I work with them respectfully and creatively to find a common ground where both parties win and walk away with value. Give and take for the win-win result. Nearly every conversation in the workplace contains an element of negotiation, of give and take to help multiple parties arrive at a solution or new amiable situation. So even if you don't think of yourself as a negotiator, it would benefit you to develop some strong negotiation skills. Lucky for you, your improv leadership skills are putting you in the right path to truly be an apt negotiator. To succeed in negotiations, we need to drop our agendas long enough to truly listen and to do so with respect for all involved. This is true for formal negotiations or on a conference table and is also the only way to achieve success in daily negotiations of life and career. You're in chat with the boss or one's spouse or even with a child. Respectful, straight talk, not big confidence, or the perfect business suit or the loudest voice makes the biggest difference in conversations. Six skills for successful negotiation. Number one, humility. Take your ego off the table. Number two, consideration. Respect the other party. Number three, focus. Be in the moment, monotasking with no distractions. Number four, Listen to understand. Listen to the other party's needs, wants, and unique perspectives. Number five, adaptability. Adapt to the situation. Number six, collaborative spirit. Yes, and can guide you to additive solutions. These skills, which can be approached as steps, help in removing unproductive emotions from the table. Anthony K. Sean, a renowned venture capitalist and best-selling business author, once said, Time and emotion. These are two things most often wasted during negotiation. And he's right. We tend to react emotionally and negatively to any points of negotiation that oppose our own agenda, no matter how valid those points may be. And that emotional resistance wastes time. When our goals for negotiation are so firmly anchored that we cannot budge, it becomes hard to see any common goal as a solution. Instead, emotions kick in and egos inflate and we cease to listen. All we hear is our own voice in our head trying to find our way back to what we want. Can improvisation make you a better negotiator? What do you feel when you hear the word negotiate? Dread, anxiety, excitement? Do you believe that negotiation skills can be taught, or do you believe some people are just born with a talent for negotiation? Do you agree with this statement? We negotiate all the time. And have you ever resorted to an internet search engine asking one or more of these questions in preparation for important negotiation in your career or life? Most helpful skills for negotiation. Role of the ego in a negotiation. 
how to be more confident as a negotiator. How do you use leverage in a negotiation? It's easy to think of negotiation as something that can only take place between a client and a service provider, or to think negotiations are only needed when approaching a contract or a big ticket decision or sale. Not every negotiation table, not every negotiation table, however, has a client on the other end. Sometimes it's an employee. And when it is, it's often about negotiating to give them a voice in their role within a company and in the business directions. These negotiations take success to a whole new level. So what turns some negotiations into success stories and what leaves others dead in the water? Conducting a successful negotiation requires the use of six essential skills, humility, consideration, focus, active listening, adaptability, and collaborative spirit. Negotiations can come to a grinding halt when yes, but comes to the table. That's when emotions get heated and the time gets wasted. Michael Wheeler, Harvard Business School professor and program on negotiation faculty member, wrote a book entitled The Art of Negotiation, How to Improvise Agreement in a Chaotic World. In talking about the book, Wheeler explains that my approach to negotiation takes into account real-world interactions between parties by looking at the uncertainty of negotiations and how to develop flexible strategy when you have incomplete information. Negotiation cannot be scripted. Your goals may be changed during the course of a negotiation, a little or a lot. Unexpected opportunities and obstacles may pop up. Your across-the-table counterpart may be more or less cooperative than you expected. Indeed, and because negotiations rarely go as we ideally scripted them, we must be prepared to go off script. Remember to go off script when needed. Too many times, we develop and practice a rigid strategy a script or a plan prior to going into a negotiation because we think that plan is ironclad. We tell ourselves to stick to our guns. We often think deviation or change in our mind, i.e. going off script, in a negotiation is a sign of weakness and a sure path of defeat. But flexibility is power and improvisation is opportunity. Having a strategy in mind is a good idea. Some of the best business schools in the U.S., in fact, teach their negotiators to develop negotiation worksheets in advance. These scripts or plans aren't a bad idea per se, but by sticking too tightly to the script and being afraid to improvise, we can take our negotiation from the beginning. When we are too rigid with our negotiation strategy or plan, we inevitably quit listening to the other party because we are following, to a fault, the linear thought process we created in practice. We miss out on key opportunities or threats by not being fully present. Michael Wheeler reminds us there's a misperception that military strategy is very rigid. Yes, there's a chain of command, but there's also a military saying, plans go out the window with the first contact with the enemy. In an uncertain situation, you have to think through your best case and worst case scenarios. This military strategy can be witnessed back in 2011 when the U.S. Navy SEALs executed the raid on Osama bin Laden's compound in Pakistan. Improv expert Bob Kuhlman recounted, The mission had been meticulously planned. The SEALs trained for it over months, and several contingency plans were developed and put in place. When one of the Navy's Black Hawk helicopters crashed within the compound, a very specific kind of improvisation was required if the mission was to succeed. 
ultimately the mission did succeed because these military service members were off script in light of the new circumstances. This is a very high stakes example of adapting to a change. This is a very high stakes example of adapting to a change and strategy to achieve a positive outcome. As we've established, improvisation is not winging it or making things up. Improvisation is all about over-preparing and developing alternative plans so that when you enter the room, you can comfortably throw away the script, you can listen and stay present in the negotiation, and adapt in order to achieve success. These key points of the script will come back to you when and if you need them. So don't think about the preparation was for nothing. The preparation is important. But what's not important is that you say everything you initially planned to say in precisely the way and the timing you had planned. Remember, no plan withstands contact with the enemy, or in this case, the other party of negotiation. When you step into that room or log into the Zoom or pick up the phone and say, come on in, when the other party approaches your doorway, go into the moment intent on listening to the other party's needs. What are they really saying when they block your proposal or articulate objections? Be adaptable to taking your ego off the table Take a deep breath if you need to, and then let the next words come out of your mouth be yes and. A successful negotiation is only possible if you are equal parts preparer and improviser. Being able to rebound, to take the proverbial building blocks and build with them, that is how you connect with other people. That, my friends, is how you get things done. One block at a time. Part two of unscripted give and take using business improv to resolve disputes and negotiate deals will be released on December 5th. And thank you for listening. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>